They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. Welcome to another episode. Today we have a special guest with us, Shane Moore. How are you doing today, Shane? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing all right. For the listeners, before we get into this, we're going to be talking about a few different things. Where can they find your work? Any social media you want to share? You also have a podcast. Anything so you can let the listeners know where they can find your work at? Yes. Um, I'm at the... Um the Texorcist podcast um, on Spreaker, the Texorcist Live. You can just do a search and um, it, it'll you know bring it up. It's the um, Texorcist podcast uh, forward slash show forward slash Texorcist, and it'll it'll take you to it. So. Awesome. And I forgot, well, we met because of Reddit because I'd made that post on that guest exchange page and you reached out to me because I put a conspiracy theory podcast guest and a lot of people don't like the word conspiracy theory, but absolutely, I like to think more of it as alternative thought, alternative thinking, alternative ideas. Mm-hmm. Because obviously the term conspiracy theorist was created by the CIA to discredit any extracurricular ideas that would occur in regards to the New World Order or anything of that of that nature, MK Ultra type stuff, right? And absolutely. So you reached out to me back in April, and today, for those interested, is July eleventh, twenty twenty, twelve twenty six p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and. 
yeah so you reached out to me you we kind of went back and forth then obviously the world is currently still on fire and some craziness is going on at the moment so we had held off recording anything i listened to your work and one of the things that really resonated with me was that crucifixion allegory which we'll be talking about that today and before we get into that this is a question i ask all of my guests on the podcast it sort of sets the tone but who is Shane Moore? Well, um, I um, I uh, worked <clears throat> worked as a licensed funeral director and embalmer for twenty plus years, and um, helping people um, as well as being a um, licensed minister. I, I was. Um, originally um, licensed or approved to uh, preach and teach in the uh, Southern Baptist denomination, but I soon changed that to non-denomination. And um, just to be honest with you, now it's, um, it's where there's there's probably not any churches that that most people know of that that would um, they would they would probably kick me out <laughs> and for 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 teaching truth and um, because that's the last thing that the um, religious man-made religion religious system wants is for people to know the truth that um, Jesus himself taught. And that's, that's part of what we're going to, um, what, what I will share with you. And it, it will resonate with you um, as truth always does. So, but um, I live in North, North central Texas. Um, have a little farm. Um, we, um, my wife and I, we rescue dogs, and um, uh, that's that's a uh, that's very re rewarding. And um, we just enjoy um, living life, uh, the country life. <laughs> yeah, and, um, moved away from the city. Um, about nine months ago and uh so so we're pretty happy here so out in the country i i hear texas certain parts of texas are really nice i've never personally been there but i would like to visit one day hopefully so shane you obviously were a deliverance minister and now you're pretty much saying you've broken away from that some of your ideas may i dare say that they're heretical in a sense that's pretty much what the what the gnostics talked about back then and obviously i've talked about the gnostics in in great detail on my show and obviously what they believed and how they were casted out and ruled heretics by the church 
why who knows right because obviously it's not canon it's outside of the canon that's not what it's supposed to be that's not the official story it doesn't fit their narrative if you can achieve divinity within yourself and by yourself there is no need for the church it is a brokered right. experience and they need to have control over that and when they can't have control over you that's when the issue comes you've said and on your email you said protestant exorcist did you do exorcism is that what that means no no it was um it would be the equivalent of a um roman catholic exorcist mm. but doing the 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 uh, uh, same thing but um doing it um much more along the lines of um how the bible itself teaches because um the bible itself you know jesus said um don't uh, you know not to not to pray to angels or not to pray to the to the dead you know so what the or don't bible sacrifice your kids to moloch <laughs> right 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 and um what happened is uh what happens is the you know roman catholic church the uh you know roman catholic priest what do they do they immediately start praying to angels and to saints that are dead and to the virgin mary and it's like uh that that was not in the biblical memo on on how to you know do this and um there was um there there have been many lawsuits against the Vatican, against the Roman Catholic Church, for um, the priests or the exorcists actually making things worse, such as in the case of um, the um, uh, that's a you know pseudo name for the movie, the exorcism of M Emily Rose, uh, which was a German girl. Annalise Michelle, uh, Mikkel, um, she, uh, she was not possessed. She, um, she was mentally ill. Um, but what, what, the, what the priest did, the exorcists, what the two exorcists did was they, they fed her delusions and they convinced her or she convinced herself and they confirmed her delusions that um that she was you know to suffer to bring you know people to christ and even if it meant her death and it eventually did she died Spoiler of alert. yeah she died of starvation in real life, and it was it was it was horrible. And so, they were charged with manslaughter. Um, and of course, you know they didn't they they were acquitted, but they were guilty. Uh, you know, and um, I've I've uh, you know seen the you know videos, the actual videos. They're 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 on YouTube very very um unsettling to say the least but um they were you know talking to to the demons within her and they said okay 
uh, some of the demon names, I believe they said there were five. They said that um, that one was Cain, one was Nero, and um, you know, one was, um, I forget now, but they were all known names, either historical names or Mainstream. biblical names. Right. And um, that's the that's that's the problem that I have when you know people tell me I talk talk to an angel and now after 28 years of you know this doing this I say is it Michael and they're like how did you know well because <laughs> Michael's the number one angel, you know, in the Bible. And, or if it's not Michael, it's Gabriel. And if it's not Gabriel, it's uh, Raphael. But beyond that, I have never heard anyone name a name that was, um, that was a new name or that was different. Like um, there's, there has to be an angel named Bub. You know, I've never heard Bub. <laughs> yeah. Was, you know, yeah, I talked to Bub. You know, no, it's always Michael, and um, the the um, I about about uh, two years ago. Now, you know, keep in mind, this is you know something that was very very um, very very rare that I, I would be contacted um, maybe like once a year or twice a year very very rare and most most of the time the person they they were projecting guilt or um anger or you know something that was within themselves outside themselves onto someone else and it's it's just a complex um i say a system within marriages within families um and those that um do uh, you know deliverance work i'll be the first to tell you that the that the that the ones that you know suffer the ones that are seemingly targeted are is most often the youngest or the weakest child okay now, by these uh, quote know, unquote demons, right? Right. Okay. And um, which which comes from the Greek daemon, which means and, angel or demon. That's right. that's a loaded word. Right. Yes it it means friend or foe. It means for you or against you. And the truth is, is when you look in the mirror, you're looking at the best friend or the worst enemy that you can ever imagine choice. You make the choice. You are your own angel or you are your own demon. And, um, when, when you know, people hear this, it's, it kind of takes away the hiding behind that facade because People have done very, very horrible things. They've done very selfish things. 
Well, I was possessed. Um, no. Um, that even if you were, the demon could not force you to do something that you did not want to do. You still have what's you still have free will, self-choice. And um when when you're tempted, it's like you know, people say, Well, the demon knows my ultimate temptation. Yes, because it's you. Yeah. It is you. It's like when Jesus and, was in the desert and he was tempted by Satan, he knew what he wanted. And that's exactly what he put in front of him. And the whole thing you're saying about when you look in the mirror, I've talked about this before. I've said that the mind has been accredited to the most horrific things in history as well as the most astonishing and best and great inventions or ideas as well, right? How many people haven't saved other people, but then you have Hitler who killed so many people. And is the same thing. It's just how you take your ideas and how you work with them and what you want to do with them. And right now, you're talking about these forces, which I call, right, you can, how the Gnostics term them, the archons, and how you're saying that these people only talk to certain demons or entities when the archons even said there's 365, 360 that rule over every dimension, the lower aeons, every demon has their own realm. And these forces, when you succumb to any one of them, you become a slave to that archon in that realm. And right. now, now I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that, that the, that what takes place is not true. Mm-hmm. It's very powerful, but it is not, it is not demons outside of the person that are responsible, extremely powerful. And I have seen, I have personally witnessed things that, um, defied physics. Um, I have, uh, I have heard voices like speak from right here when there was no one there and you, you want, want to talk about um, making an exit in someone's house through a wall. It's like, where do you want that exit? Because, you know, people say, uh, well, it didn't scare me. Well, they're either lying or they're insane because when that happens and you look and the person, whether it be a man or a woman, male or female, and they're looking at you and they're giggling and they're laughing. Yes. Um, they, they have accessed a part of their mind, a part of their psyche that very few people do. And they're the ones that, that are, that are responsible for this, um, for these, you know, type of things. And, um, there's, it's, it's um, it has has to do with um, with believe it or not you know this is a big thing very very powerful very very subtle that Freud talked about is um, the sexual urge 
Okay. Most, most of the time that I'm contacted, I, I will, uh, you know, people say, well, there's, you know, things that are happening in my house, paranormal activity. I'm um, hearing things, light bulbs are blowing out. Um, there's things moving by themselves. And I'll, do you have a daughter that is just going into puberty? And they're like, oh my God, how did you know? The biochemicals, the biochemical changes, the hormonal changes that take place in the bodies of girls. Okay. Boys too, but more so in girls for some reason. Um, they are actually responsible for what's taking place and they don't even realize it. Um, and Does that got to do with the divine feminine in any way? Um, well, I'm very glad you brought that up because that that was one of the that that was one of the big things about the Gnostics is is they they said they said that God was was male and female. Well, if you think about it, uh, God made man in his image, you know, is what the Bible says, but the Bible was, was, um, translated by the Roman Catholic church. I mean, you know, and, uh, so, so what, what the Roman Catholic church did in France, um, mainly France, I mean, it was horrible. They, um, they totally, annihilated eradicated the divine feminine it was all patriarchal nothing there they 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 wanted to decimate and completely destroy any uh mention of the divine feminine it was all male 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 look at the world today what do we have even the temple of solomon which by the way never existed and, I, and i'll get to that in just a minute the temple of solomon had two pillars the that the freemasons you know they talk about jachin and boaz one male one female severity and mercy or severity and beauty and we all know that when we were kids our mother would say, wait till your dad, wait till your daddy gets home. And we would freeze, you know, whoa, that's the severity. It's the male. But after our dad got through, you know, um, you know, correcting us, where do we go? To mama. For what? For that mercy, for that beauty, for that comfort. Two pillars. Okay. And what they did was, was they, they, they totally took, took away the, um, they, they totally suppressed the divine feminine in all men, um, you, me, the most macho guy in the, in, in the world, Mike Tyson, I, I don't care who it is, they have that. They, 
they have why because we were created in the image of god and the word god in the book of genesis when it says and um god said let us plural let yeah, us make us. Name, <laughs> it's not just plural but it's feminine plural and that's in the old testament as well that's that's the canon yeah. And I'm, I'm muting myself because I have some hard rain beating up against my window just in case. I don't know if you can hear it or not. But I wanted to add what you're talking about, about them suppressing the feminine. We can also see this talking about pillars in the Vatican. You have these obelisks and the obelisks are supposed to be this phallic symbol. Almost Absolutely. right. This this phallic symbol to impregnate what humanity or something like that. And mind you, the Vatican to me. They have a lot of symbology and a lot of different things that I would consider. And again, I was born and raised Christian Pentecostal. At this point in time in my life, I don't subscribe to that. I label myself as a Gnostic theist. So I believe in that higher power, higher entity. And that's that's what I believe. I believe in that that. I believe there is an architect or somebody controlling everything. I don't feel it should be labeled. And I talk a lot about ancient civilizations and the similarities between all the different civilizations, Mesoamerica, ancient Mesopotamia, everywhere that have the same characters, just named differently, but they're all depicted the same way. I feel that it's all the same thing. The story of Noah is the same as in the Epic of Gilgamesh with atrahasis it's the same thing just relabeled mm -hmm. and regurgitated some things are changed here and there so it's the same repetition over and over again just spiced up with a new thing where it makes it and distinguishes it from the next and so what you're talking about that divine feminine i, I do believe that and when i found that very interesting when he says us let us because according to gnostic cosmology the one is androgynous right you have this this one this i don't want to say hermaphroditic being but pretty much a hermaphrodite because it's both male and female and obviously from that you get the the christ the child and that spirit christ is a title those for those who don't know jesus christ that wasn't his name that's a, a title christ is a title that they give to him and According to the Gnostics, again, this is according to the Gnostics, it's heretical. A lot of people don't like to listen to this sort of thing because it, it, it triggers them. But in Gnostic cosmology, the Christ possessed, quote unquote, Jesus when he was baptized in the Jordan, uh, in the river of Jordan by John the Baptist. And that's why the Mandaeans, they regard john the baptist as the messiah and for those that don't know john the baptist does have a cult that exists today and they regard the baptism as one of their main things and they follow that and they regarded him as the true messiah as well as how some of the gnostics regarded the old testament as work of demonic beings right the cathars they didn't even pay attention to the old testament they said the this that's demonic and Yahweh, right, the Jewish God, is the one that's ruling there. I am a righteous and jealous God, and they regard it. And I talked about this a bunch of times on my show, but it's very interesting when you can connect dots with different ideas. You know, it, it just it blows See, my mind. Uh, 
See, uh, yes, yes, it 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 is very mind blowing, uh, and it's very life changing. Now, there's there's you know, some people that are that you know they listen to to me present facts, and within five minutes they've they split because they can't handle the truth uh, because truth will will truth causes it's it's hell on your conscience because truth demands that you that you change that you change that your mindset changes and um what does jesus say what does the apostle paul say you must put you must renew your mind you must renew your mind and also about um, the androgynous male, male and female. That's that's where so many uh, people, including myself, um, get or in the past got tripped up big time, is because God is spirit, and we must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So it's talking about in each one of us, we have the spiritual divine male, divine female, and therefore we have the, the two pillars. Now, um, when, and there's, there's not a preacher, there's not an evangelist, there's not anyone that I've ever heard that can explain when God says in um, in the Old Testament, He tells King David, I believe, He says, um, "Build." He says, um, "When when you build my temple, He says it it shall be built without the sound of hammer and chisel." Okay. That poses a problem because you have like hundreds of thousands of tons of granite and rock to move to how are you going to do that without God hearing the sound of hammer and chisels cutting the rock and placing the rock, shaping the rock. It's because uh, God said, um, "said my temple will not be built with human hands." Whoa! Now you can't even use your hands. What is that saying? Everything in the Bible, like that, is written that way. Is written so it is impossible for you to understand literally. It, the writers wrote it that way so you would stop and say wait a minute that doesn't make sense how can that be yes dig deeper dig deeper what does jesus say the the uh, pharisees the religious leaders of that day they they were asking jesus uh the uh people they were asking jesus they said said uh when will the kingdom of god come you know, when will the kingdom of heaven 
be here on earth. And Jesus says, uh, let me just read it here real quick. Um, Jesus says in Luke chapter 17, verse 20 and 21, he says, uh, it says, Now having been questioned by the Pharisees as to when the kingdom of God was coming, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God is not coming with signs to be observed. Nor will they say, Look, here it is, or there it is, or there's Jesus in the temple, or there's Jesus on the clouds, or there's Jesus at the sea. You know, he says, um, when they say, look, here it is, or there it is, for behold, you know, he's saying, don't listen to them, for behold, the kingdom of heaven is within you, within you. What does, what have we been taught, or what have we, we have not been educated spiritually. We've been indoctrinated into a false, into seeking this outside of ourselves. And we have been chastised, we have been put down, we have been punished for um, even remotely saying or believing that we have inherent power within us. What does Jesus say? He says, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is within you. It's within you. So you have to ask yourself, where is, where is God? Well, Bible says he's in heaven. Where's heaven? Within you. So he's already there or yeah. it or God is already within you. But what do people do? They, they chase and they search outside of themselves all their lives. And that's what the Apostle Paul is talking about in, in the book of 2 Corinthians. He says, um, he says for, the, for the letter, he says, um, he says uh, not that we are not that we are adequate in ourselves and, and consider anything as coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God who made us adequate as servants of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit for the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. What he's saying is, is if you follow this letter for letter, word for word, literally you will die. You will, which I mean, we're all going to physically die, but he's saying you will physically die and you will, you will still be wanting, you will still have the veil on believing that you weren't good enough or God just wasn't on your side to give you truth and knowledge that empowers. And um, Paul himself says, says this view these biblical patriarchs in the Old Testament not as individual you know not as real people but more as nations you know and so but 
there's there's you know preachers that are very very popular and what they teach and what they preach is is they say i believe every word from genesis to revelation you know and exactly what it says okay well number one take the exodus for for, for example the exodus never happened but it did happen and it's still happening it happens within each one of us moses there was no moses you're moses i'm moses she's moses he's moses we are we leave egypt you leave egypt i leave egypt to touch and i don't mean to cut you off shane but i'm taking some notes over here because you touched on moses and you touched on i talk about this there's a mystical comprehension to things as well as a literal comprehension to things right Mm -hmm. you can't the bible is symbolic it i believe it is a manual on life to become a better person to achieve maybe maybe jesus was the right i don't know an amalgam of everything that's supposed to be you at the end of the day and just the, this this one that you're supposed to become but it, it mm-hmm. touches and pretty much as something i talk about simulacra and simulation simulacra when we give symbols credit and we make them what we want them to be just because you have a picture of jesus doesn't mean he's jesus it's just a hollow picture of jesus but what it symbolizes to us that's the power we give over it over Mm -hmm. us and funny thing you mentioned moses because i pulled up when he's given the ten commandments what does he say oh what if they ask me who gave this to me he says tell them i am that i am and I mm-hmm. wanted to get your input on that. What do you think he signified by that when he was saying that I am that I am? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's it's pretty self-explanatory if you look at it the right way. Um, what the writers are, you know, they're it's a lot of it, believe it or not. Yes, it's metaphorical, it's allegorical. I mean, even Jesus told his disciples, he says, I speak to you in parables. Mm-hmm. What are parables? Metaphorical stories, allegories. They're not real, but they convey a very real, powerful truth. It's like Plato with his stories. Yes. Yes. <laughs> They're very, very powerful extremely powerful but let's let's face it jonah and the whale or the great fish never happened but the but the truth is the truth is in the story the story is like it is it never happened there's no way it could happen it's like um it's like you know samson in the book of judges says he took 300 foxes and tied their tails together and put put you know burning sticks in the middle of their tails and let them go to destroy the philistines crops and there's people that believe that that is 
that never happened. That's who all... was the one that had to get the foreskins and he got 200 foreskins or something like that in the I, Bible to marry. Might have been Gideon, but um, I'm not sure. But boy, that would be a gruesome job, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah count me out on that. Uh, but um, with Moses leaving Egypt um, at that time, there were there were supposedly approximately between three to twelve million. Hebrew Hebrews that that were in Egypt at that time okay now many people they view the uh, you know Moses traveling to the, uh, you know traveling leading the children of Israel to the promised land through the wilderness as this you know hundred thousand mile journey it took 40 the years no is that what it took them 40 years okay 40 years which is another another yes, huge clue, another huge clue that the writers they want you to, to 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 view from egypt to not just to israel but to jerusalem it is approximately 450 miles it's not a hundred thousand miles it's not it's not even a thousand miles um, there are there are records, there are documented records. The Egyptians kept very very detailed documented records that uh, you know uh, that the that the trip from Egypt to Jerusalem could be made in eight or nine days by Pharaoh and his chariot and with his entourage or whatever. And, but it took the children of Israel 40 years. For they There's symbolic walked. numbers, like 30 days yeah. and 30 nights. That's, it's all symbolic. And again, mm -hmm. if we, if we let, and we take religion in a literal sense, we're going to have another dark ages because in the dark ages, That's right. That's right. they took it to a literal sense. And a lot of, a lot of people died. A lot of people were like, listen, who are you talking to? Oh, I'm talking, uh, you know, Joan of Arc or whatever her name was. She was talking to different entities. And, oh, well, you, well, you're a heretic. We're gonna burn you at the stake. We're gonna kill you. All this stuff. And it's like, yeah, you can't. You gotta take it for what it is. And again, it's all about set and intent. If if you, you can misconstrue the word to make it be whatever you want, right? You can do that as well. But as long right. as you. Again, I, I feel, and this is me, if something doesn't hurt children, number one, or doesn't cause harm to anybody else, then it's good in my book, right? I'll support you. But once it starts getting into that darkness of of sacrificing children and all this craziness and stuff like that, that's where I, I draw the line, right? It's matter of fact, um, the, the actual exodus Moses leaving Egypt is nothing more than you and I and um, Joe and Mary and whoever leaving their lower mind for the promised land, which is the higher 
mind, the higher mindset, the Christ, the Christ consciousness, which is in the Bible. Paul says, put on the mind of Christ, the Christ consciousness. And when, when you say that, when you say Christ consciousness, people are like, whoa, he's talking new age. He's a witch. <laughs> um, and it really cracks me up. So there's people that say, yes, I am. <laughs> I am a fourth generation warlock. I'm like, okay, truthfully, I just want to, you know, let you know something. There's really no such thing as, there's really no such term as warlock. Male and female are both called witches. You've been watching too many, too much Sabrina, the teenage witch, you know, Playing I mean, too much world of Warcraft. <laughs> I, you know, take it from, please, you know, because if you go out and you're in a big crowd and you say warlock, you're going to embarrass yourself and that'd be kind of sad. So, but, um, yeah, it's, um, but, but everything, everything takes place within you, within you, within me, within every single person. Now, this is, this is really, really mind blowing, but, you are the center of the universe. I'm the center of the universe. And so is every single person that exists or that has ever existed. They were the center of the universe. People say, well, how, how, how is that? Well, the universe is, is continually expanding, correct? So if it is, then that's, that's how you are the center of the universe and I'm the center of the universe, the you, Y-O-U, universe, the one verse. So, so it's like I have my, my world, my experiences, you have your world, your experiences, but they're all combined. Everyone is combined to make up the multiverse, which is is a fact. I mean, you can you can listen to um, to you know physicists talk about the reality of that that it is not that there are different um, you there are different mirrored universes realities, if you will, um, that are countless just like this one, but with slight changes, like um, you decided to take a different turn going to work that day, or you didn't even get out of bed that day, or you, you were late to work that day. Every conceivable thing that could have happened did happen and is happening at the same time, all at once. And um, the concept of linear time is an illusion. And um, this, this gives, uh, you know, credence to what Jesus told the Pharisees when they said, um, they said, uh, you, uh, you know, you are not even 50 years old. How do you know what you know uh, they said, because um, they said, if Abraham was here and Jesus says, I'll tell you the truth, 
he says, um, he says, um, basically, I am, I am here with you. He says, before Abraham was, I am. There's that I am. Mm-hmm. Where Abraham was, I am. What he's saying is, is he's saying, yes, you have a view. You don't have to have the vantage point that I have. You don't have the consciousness that I have. So therefore, you can't see truth. He says, I am here with you. I am before Abraham. I'm with Abraham. I am in the beginning. And I'll be in the end. Because everything's all happening now. Shane, to embellish what you're talking about, about this the being the multiverse and all these different things, that's pretty much quantum physics. And that's what they're trying to do nowadays. Science is trying to find that correlation between the physical and metaphysical world. And we're talking about there are other timelines, parallel timelines, parallel dimensions, whatever you want to call it, other realms, where... Maybe you've died, right? You have the Schrodinger's cat experiment where he is alive and dead, but you don't know until the observer, right? The two slit experiment till the observer looks at it because it's been proven. Particles act differently when they're being observed versus when they're not being observed. And nobody knows why or how, but it happens. And that's why... If you figure that out, you get a Nobel Peace Prize. But the thing is that, like you're saying, time as we know it, time is a human construct. The right. the A, D, and B, C system that we know today, Scaligerian chronology, was made by a guy, Joseph Scaliger. Mm-hmm. He was the one that created that. It's mm-hmm. like what we know and what we regard as today is is what we take and i was watching because yesterday i actually did an episode about simulation argument and all this stuff and i watched the truman show mm-hmm. and when they're asking the the guy who's in charge of it all he said some things in the movie that it really resonated with me he says we accept the reality of the world which we are presented and it's always like the main official narrative is what you take and that's what we go with and it's like maybe there's more to this than that but then i have i have a conflict within myself cuz sometimes i'll be talking about something like this and my nihilism kicks in and i'll go maybe maybe there's nothing after we die maybe all this is just a messed up world and that's just how the system works and that's that and when we die there's no reincarnation there is no heaven there is no nothing right but that idea is boring and i don't like to think like that but some parts of me sometimes do think that way well well uh uh, you know consider this um the the um jewish the ancient jewish you know literature which is the kabbalah the um, I'm talking the the really really powerful books the um, See Forget Sarah uh, I hope I pronounced that correctly but it's the Book of Splendor or the Book of Formation it's it's how the twenty two how God formed reality formed the universe and everything in it with the twenty two Hebrew letters okay. 
how many um, when when you look at the 22 Hebrew letters, you think about the 22, the number 22. How many chromosomes do we have besides the X or Y chromosome? There are 22. Um, how many amino acids do we have? Um, 22. It's um, and and then uh, it's 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 just repeating um, the number 22. Okay. Well, when when it talks about the uh, God, you know, using the Hebrew letters to create, it also says that when Moses went on Mount Sinai to receive the commandments from God, he not only received, uh, you know, people have watched the movie, The Ten Commandments, where Charles and Heston comes down from the mountain and he's got these two granite blocks, five laws on this side, five on that side. Okay, number one, it wouldn't take 40 days to do that. So what's up? Well, what's up is, is the truth is, is the ancient Jewish literature says that when Moses arrived at the summit of Mount Sinai, that he looked down and there was a transparent blue stone, what looked like a blue stone that was, um, that was um, um, blue, um, let me think, um, not Jasper, gosh, it just now left me, but anyway, it's 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 a precious gem, um, and and it will come to me. Um, but it it was it was as hard as, as stone, but could be rolled up like a scroll. Okay, now remember that it it was as hard as stone. It was transparent, but it could be rolled up like a scroll. Okay, they said that that God gave Moses the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, and the Kabbalah, which was the oral, it was not written down. Mm -hmm. It was the oral tradition. So that's a lot of information. And the way God gave it to him was in an unbroken code, an unbroken sequence of Hebrew letters, something like 304,000. 304,000 some odd um, Hebrew characters, Hebrew letters, unbroken in a unbroken sequence. What is that? Computer code. I don't know about I mean, how 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 could Moses, if he even existed, you know, how how could he descend from Mount Sinai with all of this engraved on you know tablets on stone tablets my god he would bring the mountain with him you know all this engraving no he came down because it was it was i believe it was downloaded or it was given to him on something like a like you know modern technology that we have now like he was the like first a, one to download information from the cloud <laughs> 
and that's something that you, that you just you know said, like the cloud. Okay, heaven heaven could be a type of cloud, advanced cloud, but nevertheless a cloud. What's, okay, what's what they refer now, to, and I don't mean to cut you off, Shane. What they no, refer no. to the the Kashic records, this collectiveness of universal information that perhaps that's how and again i talk about ancient civilizations back then they were able maybe to tap into something a frequency that could they could download this knowledge that there's no way that they could have known it like you know the the knowledge of the stars and all these different things like how did these people know about this maybe again maybe they were talking to these entities that they refer to, maybe that's what it was, this higher consciousness that they, they were able to tap into and they were able to get information from it. If it's demonic or not, whatever you want to refer to it. But to touch on what you were saying earlier, this the chromosome and all this stuff, the anatomy of an atom, right? You have the proton, the neutron, the electrons, the three, right? The trinity, you see this mm -hmm. all throughout all these patterns, all throughout even nature itself. And it's very interesting. What you have is is you 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 have the proton, the electron, and the neutron. Um, you have the positive, the negative, and the neutral. And, the, and with with the neutral being uh, with with that you know representing God the Father, God the Mother, God the Son. What, what is God the Son? He brings the two pillars together in the middle. The middle pillar in Freemasonry is invisible. You don't see it. Why? Because it's representing Christ. Now, Christ is, um, this is, where, where was Jesus? Where was Jesus crucified? At the place of the skull. Now think about that. Place of the skull. Okay. Um, Mount Calvary. Um, he lived 33 years and was crucified on at the place of the skull, Mount Calvary. Golgotha. Right. More than any medical dictionary for the top of your skull is calvarium it's where we get calvary um the place of the skull it was golgotha the place of the skull is not not that place that you see when you google golgotha are you the side of the crucifixion of jesus it could be but it would be what's called the law of double reference it would be Yes, okay, that did happen. That may have happened. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, my God, this is the Antichrist right here. I assure you I'm not. I am. There There are so many people that have written me, that have sent me emails saying, oh, my God, I thought that you were against, you know, I thought you were against the Bible to begin with, but you've just, you've just, you know, like made it crystal clear in my mind how, it's all truth. And I'm like, yes. What did you think before that? And they said, I thought it was like fairy tales. I was just afraid to say it. Yes, it was written 
so you would you would view it as fairy tales because there's no way you could believe you know things that are written in some things that are written in the bible um they just don't make sense until you look at them until you dig deeper and deeper just like jesus said plant your seed deep so it takes root and grows that works both ways um if if you want truth and you want to understand you have to dig for it people read the bible at face value and you can ask them okay what does that mean they can't tell you because they just read the words but if you really really get into it and you really really look at it like i'm saying metaphorically allegorically it is it is it is all truth but it is the it is the ultimate truth it, it is truth so powerful that the only way to convey it or to transmit it to explain it is to use these stories and um just like um jesus um you know crucified at the skull he lived 33 years that's the 33 vertebrae in your spine goes where it goes to the base of your spine the base of your skull rather where the, where you have 12 cranial nerves that's the 12 disciples that's the 12 tribes of israel that that are that are that it is all based on astrology it's based on the constellations it's based on the 12 but wait 12 no 13 there's a hidden sign and you know there's people that say that ophiuchus that doesn't exist it does exist it is it is between scorpio and sagittarius over the largest black hole in our galaxy uh something like 400 million miles light year light years across it's massive i don't know if that number's right but it's massive okay that black hole is ophiuchus which means the serpent handler okay mm. who handled the serpent jesus you have 12 disciples with jesus being the 13th and the serpent that he handled the serpent that he crushed the serpent that he defeated satan if you will is what does satan mean it means adversary what what is satan what is the devil three letter word ego ego or better yet you there's a there's a you in capital letters that's the spirit and then there's you in lowercase level letters that's the physical and guess which one is in charge when you're born the physical baby cries for what for food baby cries what baby wants baby 
you know, better get or he's going to throw a fit. And people, you know, they grow up, they, but they don't mature. They mature physically, but they don't mature spiritually. And um, you see that a lot. And because the divine feminine has been taken away, what do you see in the world? You see so much violence. You see, okay, let's settle this by war. Let's fire missiles. Let's wipe them off the map. When, if the divine feminine, what if hadn't been taken away, there would be, there would be that balance there that, you know, wouldn't be so keen to, you know, knock somebody's head off, you know, for, um, there would be the balance there, but that that's been taken away. Um, going back to the serpent handler, the, which is across the black hole, the most massive black hole in our galaxy. I believe that that's what the Bible's talking about. The bottomless pit, you know, um, says, um, the bottomless pit. Well, if there was ever a bottomless pit, it would be a black hole. And the, no. the, you're talking about the book yeah, of revelations uh, when that angel opens up the bottomless pit and lets the army of, of locusts through <laughs> into and, the world. And the, the locusts were all wearing crowns or another, the Latin for crown is Corona. And they are, they're wearing gold crowns, which means that they are conquering and they are a locust, you know, they attack in a swarm and um, that's also called a plague. So I was, I was doing, uh, you know, I, I was really studying that and I found that the Latin word, you know, medical word for uh, genetic sequence is locus, L-O-C-U-S, locus. And the, that's um, plural. The um, singular um, is L-O-C-I, Loki. Loki, the name Loki means the trickster or AKA the devil. And uh, I find that very interesting that, uh, that the, that that's, you know, written that way says that, that the locusts had faces of men mm -hmm. and um, I think bodies of horses or whatever. Um, and they were, they were conquering, you know, with, 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 with the gold crowns, the gold coronas. The sting of a scorpion, too. Right. Yes. And, um, but truth is, is, is um, when you get down to it, everything takes place in the human body, which is the temple of God, the true temple of God. Jesus said, oh, I'm sorry, Paul the Apostle said, don't you realize, he says, when you sin against your body, you're sinning against the very temple of God. Your body is the temple of God. That's why that God said that 
there shall not be heard the sound of hammer and chisel. Why? Because Solomon's temple was already built. The human body, your body, my body, everybody, <laughs> it was already built. The temple, what, what is this called? Temple, what is this called? Temple. Where does, where does God sit? He sits between the two cherubim in the, in the temple of God. Um, and there's just some things here that I want to show you. Um, the, um, this is, this is um, the human brain with the, with the cerebrum on both sides, the, the right, right hemisphere, the left hemisphere. And um, if, if you look at it, you will see that, uh, that it is absolutely amazing because um, it's, um, you, you, let's see right here, the human brain. Do you see what I see? Let me see it. Okay. Where does God sit? He sits between the two cherubim, the two angels, wings mm -hmm. in the temple of God. Okay. This is God within you. The only thing is, is the, there's, there's no head, but there is a head. The head is, is the pineal gland located in the center of your brain. It is in the brain, but it is not actually a part of the brain. It's separate. So therefore, that's why that, that it, it is not added on the x-ray or whatever. And that's why that the Bible says no one has ever seen the face of God. Mm -hmm. Because it's too righteous. He showed his backside to, who was it? Right. Moses. Yeah. But this is, this is why, and I can, uh, you, you can see that, that this is a, this is an actual body. It's the shape of a body sitting in the mm -hmm. lotus position. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Just blew my mind with that, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> well, get ready because this is um, this is this is really something. And to, uh, to add to that, Shane, before we move on, in the upper aeons, they where you have where you have the one emanating out, right, and you have their trinity. They describe the upper aeons as this metaphysical realm, this other dimension. And it's described as well as the watery light where I see you and you see me and you. And that's why we are all one. I am you. You are me. Right. And this this watery light when the divine spirits up there, they see themselves. They see you within themselves and you see yourself within them. 
again that right. that divine spark and that divinity right because um but uh, you know the truth is is um is the as you so aptly put it um you said you know this is what quantum physics is you know is the definition of quanta is packet of light you know light packet or packet of what what is light light is energy what does the bible say it says god is light there's no darkness in him why would it say that well i'll give you a hint in the in the book of genesis the first verse it says in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and god said let there be light and there was light and the light um shined in the darkness and and the darkness comprehended it not or the dark the darkness did not overcome it uh, i have people say oh i wish i could have been there I bet it was brighter than a million suns. And I'm thinking, okay. Um, because I want to treat it that way too, as, as a literal visual light. But the planets weren't, the planets, the sun, the moon, the stars, as the Bible, weren't created until the fifth day. So what is this light? Mm. And the actual Hebrew word for that means it can mean you know physical light, but it can all but it also means get this data, information. And there we go back to computer computer code simulation. What is what is life according to the Bible? It's a test. It's, it's, it's a test. It is, we, we are here to what refine, not, not our body to refine our spirits, our souls for what, for something that we, we can't even imagine what, what, what it is. Um, this is, this is something here that, um, that, that I just want to show you is um, the um, when you uh, you know for for a long time I I went along with or I believed that you know people that were Hindus people that were um, Muslim people that were um, that were not Christian were were all lost which mm -hmm. is what i was taught you know and that that's that is absolutely wrong matter of fact the the word or the name what's, what's the word allah comes from the hebrew aloha l e um e l o a h which is the male for the male word for God. Elohim is the feminine. And it, it means oak, oak tree. 
and you were talking about the obelisk and the phallic, um, you know, the the representation of the, you know, the phallus, that's the oak tree. And what I found is that in every major religion, Buddhism, Hinduism, um, no matter where, uh, you know, it's, uh, it is, it is all based on the temple, the temple of God, which is, is in your head. It's in my head. It's in the human head. That is the template. What, what I'm going to uh, show you is, is the, um, the face of Ganesh, which is, um, which is the Vedic god, I believe, in um, Hinduism. Um, and I'm not, not too sure on that, but, but you, you, you will see clearly that um, what this is. And it is, it is absolutely amazing that this is, um, what you have here is you have, the human brain, okay? That's a, you know, dissected. This is the goddess Ganesh. Wow. You cannot tell me that that is not the template, that that is not. Now, who, who would draw a female elephant face goddess woman whatever no they're not drawing that they're drawing this they're 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 drawing this so why because so it looks like it is representing this and also people should ask well why does she have an elephant's face she doesn't it has nothing to do with a literal goddess yeah. this That's is amazing um, and then and then when you look at look at the human brain, which um, let me just let me outline this real really and really Shane, quick. I don't I don't put video, but I'm actually gonna go out of my way to upload this because I feel that people should see this because I do audio only, but I've been contemplating on doing video, and I'm actually gonna post this because. It, it you're blowing my mind right now and and how you know we go back to the same thing how could they have possibly known that that would look like that right that that depiction well, right well um the the um truth is is that um i i i have said since since I was um, 17, eight, 18 years old, and there's people that can attest this, that that this is not the first time that we've been here. This is not our first rodeo. And they said, okay, well, okay, well, how many times have, uh, you know, what life are we on or what timeline are we on? So we're on the sixth. Now, I, I have no idea why that I said that, but I've said it, 
I am 51 now. I've said it since I was a teenager. Just something that that I just the sixth. Knew. Yes, just the sixth. And then uh, about 10 years years ago on the History Channel or the uh, one of those channels, which I I don't watch TV. Um, I stopped watching TV about 20 years ago, but, but I saw this, um, where they said, um, they said that, um, scientists, um, had, have discovered, and you can look this up, that on earth, there have been five planetary extinctions. And I'm like, whoa. I believe that. I believe there has been extinctions. They said whether it was a an ast- asteroid colliding with the Earth, or a meteorite colliding with the Earth, or a plague, um, or you know whatever. That there have been five, which would which would automatically put us in the sixth. Okay, and then it was just, you know, just flashed to me the days of the week. What comes after the sixth day, the Sabbath, the rest? It's over, you know. It's it's done, just like Jesus said on the cross. It's finished. And this is, I, I truthfully believe that this is the last, you know, this is the last go-around. Um... Now, now that's, you know, I, as far as Earth, you know, as far as this planet, I have no idea about, you know, there's, there's uh, you people that say, when you die, this is what happens. Okay. I'm not going to do that. I'm not even going to attempt to describe what happens when you die because I've never died. So, but I will show you this. Um, this is the human brain with with the um this is the pons which by the way the latin word for um pontius pontius pot for, for the word pontius um or the latin word for bridge is pons p-o-n-s okay now you have Jesus that was on on the cross, who symbolically took took the hand of a perfect loving God and the hand of sinful man and put them together on his bloody chest at Calvary and said, "It is finished." From the gates of Eden to the cross, man was at war with God. Because sin must be punished. God was, God, God was, you know, against man. But at the cross, Jesus took the hand of God. He took the hand of man. He put them together, and peace was made. Um, which, which brought us back to to the proverbial Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. This is the. This is the a depiction of the human 
head with the pawns and um, the um, brainstem. It is. It is also also the Lamb of God. Aries. It is. It is uh, the ram. The ram. Wow. What is what is ram in computer terms? Memory. 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 And that's yeah. what. That's what when when we read the Bible, it it jars. It's it somehow releases memory it releases information that has been stored in our very dna our very you know genetics but this is um this is the um let me show you this here um the um as the jordan river empties into the dead sea so the spinal cord terminates in the section of anatomy known as Sodom, the region in which is referred to as the Lake of Sodom, which is the Dead Sea. That is the sacrum. That's the sacred place. Mm -hmm. That's AKA the tomb, the burial site of Jesus. This is Jesus was not a savior until he was Christed, christened, baptized, or anointed of John, but not by John. John or Ionis is the oil, the ointment, which um, it was in Egypt. It was the fat of the crocodile, the Mesa, where we get Messiah. The sacred fluids from the claustrum in the brain there's two one is yellow and the other is white there you have the metaphors for the milk and honey the land of milk and honey yeah referred to the bible the children of israel having been given the promise to return to this land flowing with milk and honey the pineal gland is Joseph, the carpenter, the, the quote-unquote stepfather of Jesus. The pituitary gland is Mary. The pituitary gland releases the white fluid and um, the milk. And the pineal gland releases the yellow fluid, the honey. When that combines, it creates something in the body that that goes into the cerebral spinal fluid and goes down into it descends into the sacrum where again sacrum is what it's the tomb that she's it's it's the sacred place it's the tomb that Jesus was put in um, Joseph of Arimathea's tomb 
that Jesus was put in. And he said, um, Jesus said, three days, three nights, I will be in the earth as Jonah was in the belly of the whale. But if you think about it, Jesus was crucified on a Friday. Okay. And the, the time was, the time period was like six, six hours or whatever. That would have put it very, very close to when it begins to get dark. And it was against Jewish law for anyone to be hanging on a cross at dark, uh, you know, when it got dark. So, um, so they, Joseph went, talked to Pilate, asked for the body of Jesus. He took him down from the cross and put him in his own tomb. And so you have part of Friday, you have Saturday, Saturday night. And by all accounts, Jesus was already out of the tomb Sunday morning before the sun, even, the, the sun was up. That's a day and a half at most. That's not three days. Or it's two days at most. Why is, why is that? Because this, this, these sacred fluids, sacred where the word secret comes from, and this is a huge secret. This, this is the secret of the Egyptian mystery schools. This is the secret that has been kept from people for thousands and thousands of years. This is the secret of the secret societies, uh, fraternity, uh, you know, skull and bones, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's all talking about this, and they don't want you to know it. Um, the, the fluids combine to form what, what is called the chrism, which is where we get the word Christ, where Christ comes from. And where, where does, where does it go? It goes, it goes down, um, let's see, down into, from, let's see, from, um, heaven, which is, um, which is the brain, the head, the brain, the mind. Calvarium. Right. Um, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay. The heaven is, is your mind, your spirit. Earth is your body. And, um, and the, your, what, what the devil is or what Satan is, the adversary is your ego, your carnal mind that is led by the desires of this world, you know, physical desires, physical, um, not spiritual. Okay. This, this Christ, these two fluids descend down the spinal column, which is the Jordan river into the Dead Sea, which is the sacrum, the, the, um, 
tomb. And this happens each each month, depending on on um, again your astrological sign, your birth date, your birth, your time of birth, place of birth, whatever. And um, it you have a two you have approximately it's a little over two days, a little over forty eight hours to do what? To raise the chrism, to raise Christ back from where? From the dead. Where? To the Father. Joseph, the pineal gland, and Mary, the pituitary gland. When 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 it happens, just make it you know, just a shortened version. When the chrism is is raised, and it is raised through um, through your your will and having meditated, which is taking no thought, just just cl clearing your mind as much as you can. That's what Kundalini is, and isn't it? Isn't it bringing up that energy? It's it's the um, red red and white you know whatever you want to call it you know the two the 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 two serpents mm -hmm. um and um it is um the you know serpent you know people say well that's that's evil no it's actually a symbol it's symbolic of wisdom jesus said jesus be said, as wise as the serpents <laughs> Right, as doves and wise as serpents, yeah, absolutely. And um, and and he said too. Uh, you people say the truth will set you free, and I'm like, no, it won't. Uh, what? So the truth you know will set you free. Better yet, the truth you know and understand will set you free. Yeah, truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And if if you don't know it, I mean it's still truth, but it's not going to set you free. Yeah. And if you don't understand it, then you don't know it. And um, this chrism, this Christ, comes up and it crosses the um, the nerve. The um, let me see the nerve in in the um, base of of the skull and it is um oh let's see i don't know the name of it it just just let me starts with a v that when 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 you look at it like on 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 x-ray or whatever it's it's in the form of of a cross it looks just like a cross okay that's where that's where the chrism is refined when it passes the this cross, proverbial crucifixion, it is it is made something like uh, ten thousand times more concentrated. And when that happens, it it goes back to where back to heaven, back to the Father, where it activates the pineal gland and when that happens 
you have Christ consciousness. You have the mind of Christ that Paul talks about. And that is, I just want to say that, that, you know, there's people that say, say, um, yes, you know, this is, this is baptism, you know, being baptized in water. No, Mm -hmm. that, that, that is not, that is symbolic of you being baptized in the, in the two sacred secretions from the pineal and the pituitary glands into the cerebral spinal fluid, aka the Jordan River, that 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 leads to you ascending to heaven. This is not the rapture. This, I'm sorry, but this is not going to happen. Uh, you know where you know people, they're they um uh, you know some people say say well i don't believe in fairy tales you know um i don't uh, you know there's there's much um it's much more believable things that they don't believe but there's there's doctors there's lawyers there's people that are very intelligent that will look you in the eye and say Jesus is going to return on a white stallion and we're all going to, all the believers are going to be called up in their bodies to meet him in the air after the dead have been raised from their caskets and from, from, from their dust. And I'm thinking, okay, if you literally believe that, you really shouldn't be dissing any, you know, um, person's belief yeah. of anything because that's that's pretty far fetched, you know. When you think about it, that's because it's not true. I mean, it's not, you know. Um, the uh, you people say, well, Jesus was the stone that the builders rejected, the chief cornerstone. Correct. You know, Jesus said, you know, talk, talked about, you know, the stone that the builders rejected. Pineal gland. That's the stone. Um, and I've heard about to, to add on that. I've heard about that. Sometimes your pineal gland can, can get calcified and hardens up over time. And that. Fluoride. From fluoride. Yeah. From fluoride. Yeah. Yeah. Which is in the waters. Yeah. Yeah, and in toothpaste, supposedly. And what has been added to to our drinking water and to our toothpaste and, you know, been found in the air that we breathe, fluoride, yes. And And, uh, to to add on these chemicals that you're talking about and and this, this ancient knowledge, this esoteric knowledge from back then, and I tell a lot of people the issue is these ancient scriptures of back then these dark dark arts of back then the this knowledge that people had where people still practice it today that's why some people and again if you want to believe it or not demons do have power satan does have power in this realm in this material world just how in the book of job right jesus said you can do whatever you want to just don't take his soul his soul is mine and he tried to Mm -hmm. break him and he couldn't break him 
but it goes back down to almost an alchemic mindset of creating things from the ether from earth wind fire water all these things together trying to create something you're talking about a stone even the philosopher's stone what you know what was that for right that you, same uh, that same is mindset. that is the um the great work the the uh, you know philosopher's you know stone the uh, turning of lead to gold mm -hmm. that's all you that's all me that is perfecting our spirit to to bring heaven your spirit your to bring heaven the christ consciousness to your carnal mind to where that heaven rules over earth your the christ consciousness your mind has been renewed to rule over your carnal desires and what leads you know people to um to um not not to be uh, uh not to gain spiritual knowledge but they there's the there's the lust of the eyes the pride of life um uh, you know, people are are you know caught up in fame and fortune and uh the rat race and you know this and that and um it's it's true 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 power but one thing about job is um is this is this is really really powerful is that is when when you read it when you read um chapter chapter two or just a verse in chapter two um there's it's like wow this is this is huge it says um that um chapter two it says again there was a day when the sons of god the angels or angles angles of what angles of light uh photons energy which is what you know it's energy what is energy it's neutral it's how it's used mm -hmm. nuclear power can power a submarine nuclear power can destroy a city it's how it's used um when the sons of god came to present themselves before the lord and satan also came among them to present himself before the lord the ego hey has to be first you know and if and if, and if the ego's not first it's not happy and the lord said to satan where have you come from and then satan answered the lord and said from roaming about on the earth the body roaming about doing what um compares them to a lion no you know to satiate his hunger and the Lord said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Now, this is the second time. For there is no one like him on earth, a blameless and upright man, fearing God, turning away from evil. And he still holds fast his integrity, although you incited me against him to ruin him without cause. So 
whoa, that is God himself telling Satan, you incited me against him to ruin him without cause. Who afflicted Job? God did, not Satan. Satan just incited, just angered God so much that God did it. Now, the problem that I have with that is when you're talking about the almighty God, just like, you know, Moses, you know, in the Exodus, when he was leading the people, there was one day that Moses wanted to kill everybody, just murder them all. He was so frustrated and God talked him out of it. And then the next day, God wanted to, to just slaughter them all. And Moses talked God out of it. Even where it says, God says, I'm a jealous God. These are human emotions. Mm -hmm. These are, are not the emotion. And, and Almighty God is above that, is above jealousy, is above becoming angry or losing his temper or losing his temper, whatever you want to call it. And this is, this is really, really profound. It's really, really shocking. And, um, but when we are made in the image of God, so what is, what is Satan? It's nothing more than the, there's, it's the dark side. It's the ego that, um, that of God himself, because when you look at just like the Gnostics, you know, they said, well, if it wasn't, if it wasn't the duality of, you know, the negative of God himself, and God is almighty, then why hasn't Satan been obliterated? Why hasn't he been destroyed? That's fine. Because just like, you know, um, you, just like me, we battle with our ego, our pride. And um, hopefully we will, you know, win that battle. God, Jesus, whatever you want, they, they have conquered that, you know, they have, they, they, they have won that battle. They won the war. Um, something that, you know, many of us are still battling against that ego does not give up, you know, quickly does not give up easily. Um, but, but once that, once that, you know, pineal gland, which, um, which real quick um, in the book of um, see the book of uh, Genesis chapter 32 it it says um, it says um, it talks about Jacob wrestling with God and it says um, Verse 22, 
through 31. It says, Now he arose the same night and took his two wives and his two maids and his 11 children and crossed the ford of the Jabbok, of the river Jabbok, which means pouring out. It says, And he took them and sent them across the stream and he sent across whatever he had. It says, Then Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him till daybreak which the, the man's been said that it was an angel. It's been said it was God. By all, all accounts, it was God himself. It said, wrestle with him until daybreak. And when he saw that he had not prevailed against him, he touched the socket of his thigh, so the socket of Jacob's thigh was dislocated while he wrestled with him. Then the man said, let me go. Or God said, let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven with God and with men and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him and said, please tell me your name. But he said, why is it that you ask me my name? And he blessed him there. So Jacob named the place Peniel. Wow. No kidding. Peniel. P-E-N-I-E-L. For he said, I have seen God. I have seen God. I've seen God face to face. He says, I for for I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been preserved. Um it says, Now the sun rose upon him just as he crossed over Penuel. There it is again. The writers really, really wanted people to know what they were talking about. It says, and he was limping on his thigh. Okay, first off, the the pineal gland is is the only gland that gives that gives off and produces light, a bioluminance. Mm-hmm. And um, it it only produces light in total darkness. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. The darkness did not overcome it. Okay, what is light? Light is knowledge, data. What's darkness? Darkness is ignorance, lack of knowledge. Um, it says, Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. So that means it was night. It was dark. Mm -hmm. That's why that um, God said, let me go for dawn is breaking. This is God. Why, why would he be concerned about the sun coming up? It's because the pineal gland, if there's any outside light, if, if there's any light at all from a light bulb or sunlight, it stops functioning. It shuts down. And the, the, the pineal gland is also supposedly responsible for creating DMT in the body. And there are monks that would go underground for days and weeks at a time in order to tap into this. This supposedly the body creates DMT and it would create more in the darkness. So these the monks past, would yes. pretty much be having these divine experiences within underground 
And it's very interesting you mentioned that. And again, all of this correlates to the Gnostics and finding Gnosis to be able to achieve that divinity through knowledge and through the sacredness. You can transcend through all the material realm and become a divine being, right? This is what they what they they all talk about. And you know, I pulled up a few verses here that I want to talk and say, Peter 5, 8, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And Carl Jung also talks about that darkness, that dark self, that I forgot what he called it, the that everybody has within themselves. And again, that ego, that, that ego construct that's always controlling everything we do. And it goes back again. You're talking about that. We are the temple. We are divinity. We are our own gods. And it goes back to what I had mentioned at the very beginning uh, before we start recording Ephesians 6, 12, where our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms within ourselves. And, yes. Where. Where, where is God? He is on his throne between the cherubim in heaven, which is the mind. The And where, where does Ephesians say that these principalities and powers are? In the heavenly places. And... Um, but but the the uh, the uh, you know pineal gland shine, um, produces light in the darkness, which is where the term dark arts comes from. It's kind of tongue in cheek. It's not yep. it's not literal dark as an evil. It was done in the dark because that is that is the that is opening the that. You know, people call it the you know third eye or whatever. It is Jesus said said when when thine eye becomes whole, becomes one, becomes single, he says, then then you will you know you 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 will have power. You know, you you will be you will have power. How many people? including myself for so long went to church and studied and listened and you were always promised that you were going to receive this power but you never did mm -hmm. you never did and people never will because it's it's not meant for you to that it it is the carrot that is placed before you so you'll pull the cart you're never going to get the carrot unless you break away that's that's why jesus that's why the pharisees hated jesus that's why that they executed jesus because he he was telling the you know people you don't need these middlemen you don't need this temple you don't need he to, talked against it against congregating and everything he told him, he said, you are vipers. He said, you're whitewashed tombs. He said, you look good on the outside, but on the inside, he says, you're full of dead men's bones. You're dead. He says, and your father's the devil. And they're like, whoa, you know, and man, this, this guy is, is something else because, you know, people have been stoned for less. 
and they said, where Abraham's our father. And he says, no, your father's the devil. And people are like, yay, Jesus, you know, because nobody had the cojones to draw a line in the sand, in the sand and take a stand against them. Same as today. Uh, there are there are very respected Pharisees, which they sound good. They um, some some that seem to be very very knowledgeable and very very wholesome and very very holy. They're anything but. It's it it mm -hmm. is all a scam. It is all a con to line their pockets, just as it was in Jesus' day. Um, but this, you know, says, um, says that God said, let me go for dawn is breaking. Why would God be worried about that? Because the pineal gland shuts down if there's an outside source of light. So this is talking about the pineal gland. It's talking about Jacob actually wrestling with himself, with his ego and uh or or he is god he is the man that is wrestling with his ego and um so he said to him what is your name well if it was god god wouldn't ask him his name god would already know his name and yeah. he said jacob and he said your name shall no longer be jacob but israel for you've striven with god and with men and have prevailed then jacob asked him and said please tell me your name but he said, why is it you ask my name? And he blessed him there. Just zoom right over it. Didn't, you know, because if if he had have answered it, he would have said, I'm Jacob, Jacob. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm just the dark. I'm just the counterpart. I'm, I, I am you. Just like in, in the Matrix, when Neo asked, the Oracle, he says, they're you know, talking about Smith, Agent Smith. And Neo asked her, he says, what is he? And she said, he is you. You're opposite. You're negative. The result of the equation trying to balance itself out. Mm -hmm. and buddy, that's the truth. That is the truth. And it is a story. It is a pattern that is told over and over and over. Lord of the Rings, um, uh, you have um, the planets, the Lord of the Rings is Saturn. What is Saturn? It's the seventh planet or was you know the seventh planet in ancient times. And that's where we get Saturday, which is the Jewish Sabbath. He's also Kronos, which is Satan, which is Saturn, Saturn, yeah. Saturn Day. That's how you get all that. I've discussed right. that symbolism. And yeah, again, these same archetypes over and over again. And also, also satire as um, S A T Y R, which is the, which, which, which is the, um, which would be uh, Pan or the, half half man half horse um or half half baphomet. man half goat baphomet yes absolutely yeah. so but um 
says he blessed them there. So Jacob named the place Peniel, after the Peniel gland, because he said, I've seen God face to face, and yet my life has been preserved. He saw God's face. What did he see? He saw light. God is light. There's no darkness in him. He saw the light of his pineal gland. And just to just to make sure that people get it, it says, now the sun rose upon Jacob just as he crossed over Penuel. So there again is the light reference to being made to Jacob whose name was changed to Israel is talking every bit, a hundred percent about the pineal gland and the activation of the third eye, uh, which I also believe was, was the, um, is the gateway to heaven. Um, you know, Babylon, the, you know, tower of Babel, if you will. Um, that is that is awesome and amazing. So you blew my mind today. And I want to end on this, something that's resonated with me, a verse, non-canonical, that has always, again, it, it, it just blows my mind. It's from Logian 18, Gospel of Thomas. The disciples said to Jesus, tell us how the end will come. Jesus said, have you already laid bare the beginning so that you now seek the end? For the end will be where the beginning is. At the end of the day, it starts with us and ends with us. And I think that's a very fitting way to come to an end. Because again, it comes back down to, to us. At the end of the day, it starts with us and it ends with us, right? I am the Alpha and I am the Omega. Alpha and the Omega. Not, not a line, but a point, a period. The end of the sentence. Yes. And very, very. Shane, I want to thank you again for coming on and talking to me about this. Very, very mind-blowing stuff. And obviously you're well-versed. You've looked into this. And again, I want to thank you. If you want to put out your social media again so the listeners can find you once again, where they can find your social media and your podcast as well. Yes, it is. Um, it is um, www.spreaker um, forward slash texorcist. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, show forward slash texorcist. Um, and that the, it will uh, take you right to Spreaker, or you can just do a, a, a Google search for the Texas live and, and, and it will come up. Um, I'm, I'm on, um, iTunes, um, Spotify, uh, just, um, various ones. So, uh, that would be much, much easier. And, uh, but I use, uh, you know, Spreaker as, as the platform. So, uh, um, but, yeah, just, uh, you know, check it out. And uh, I also have a YouTube channel, uh, The Texas Live. You can check that out, too. And um, there's, I believe there's 135 archive shows and from A to Z. Uh, so a uh, lot of 
different topics and um, check it out. I appreciate it. Awesome. I'll post, send me those links and I'll post it in the episode notes. And once again, thank you so much, Shane. I really enjoyed this a lot. Very thought provoking and a different look on everything, a different look on, on the story of creation on, on just about everything. And obviously these thought provoking arguments and conversations, that's why they were ruled heretical because just thinking about it makes you feel a certain type of way. But, you know, I talk about things that a lot of people don't want to talk about, but we must talk about them and present sure. these ideas. One thing, uh, uh, one very, very important thing. Jesus said, broad is the way that leads to destruction and many will enter therein. He says, but narrow is the way that leads to eternal life. And very few find it. Very few find it. Jesus is saying that. And I find that very, very powerful because when when you look at it like i have you know presented it that's what he's talking about is he's talking about everyone is on the broad road they're looking outside of themselves for something to save them and it's not coming the narrow road is inside Matter of fact, the claustrum where the two secretions come from is actually Latin for closet. When he says, when you pray, go into your prayer closet and pray in private, not like the Pharisees that pray to be mm-hmm. seen. Mm-hmm. It's it's all the internal, you know, narrow is the way. So, yes, yes. it really is. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Thank you again, Shane. Hopefully we Thank can you get you on the sh- get you on the show again in the future, and we can discuss some other things. Cause you have other things as well that interest me, and yeah, look forward to seeing Sounds you good. again, Shane. Thank you, Juan.